1: Good morning, everybody. I want to thank you so much for joining me, rejoining me here again on this lovely Friday morning on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. I am once again joined by yet another phenomenal guest. I will introduce my guest shortly, but I just want to first say thank you very much for your loyal listenership. I want to thank you for being uh, one of almost half a million podcast subscribers to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. I want to thank my sponsor, Halton Honda, for believing in the program, the content, my guests, and everything that we stand for here over on the Contact Talk Radio Network. I also want to thank my friends and family over at the C-Suite Radio Network, which of course, following the live show, you will eventually see the podcast link of each weekly interview that I have with my guests who I'm showcasing. So I just want to jump right into this. So who is my guest today? Well, my guest is a very successful gentleman by the name of Micah West, who is a digital marketing nerd, as he refers to himself as, and growth hacker running growth strategy for companies making one-to-one-plus billion dollars. He's worked for eBay, Overstock.com, Dress Barn, and Eastern Mountain Sports, and a handful of startups formulating strategy, launching digital marketing departments, growing channels, and rebuilding teams' processes. Micah recently took the leap of faith and founded his own business, Micah West Consulting, a growth consulting agency located in New York. Welcome to Living Fearlessly, Micah. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's such a pleasure, you know, and we were just talking about this in the pre-live. We connected over on LinkedIn, and you've connected me with other phenomenal people who you believe in, who I've already showcased on the show. And I just want to say, obviously, your repertoire speaks for itself. You're doing phenomenal things, and I think it's kind of funny that you refer to yourself as a nerd, because I'll be quite (laughs) honest, people like you are in demand today, and we are going to maximize our time here to talk about things that the general public, or even people who think they're quite savvy with what they're doing with their PR, their marketing, their campaigning, et cetera, et cetera, may not necessarily know. And you don't know what you don't know. So that's when you consult with the experts. And that is what you are. So, Micah, let's talk a little bit initially about the inception of your journey. How did you come to know that this was your niche, that this was your passion, and that you excelled at this?
0: That's a great question. I So early on in my career, I actually started my career at a uh, commercial real estate consulting firm as an analyst and i loved numbers and i loved excel spreadsheets and you know it was back during the time when there was a the huge recession and real estate was taking a dive and uh, our company ended up going under and i was you know looking for work and i actually happened to land at ebay in california and uh, as an analyst there and i just fell in love with with digital marketing and with e-commerce and, you know, it it was this one of those aha moments that you have in your life where you're just like, wow, I really love this. It was kind of a mix (laughs) of numbers and, and, uh, you know, seeing, seeing results, like we would run these, uh, run these experiments and we, we, you know, do these things. And it's like, man, you could see, see what was happening, like instantly and get instant feedback on what's going on. It just kind of opened up this whole new vista to me. And so, I took it from there and then, you know, went to overstock.com, ran some marketing channels for them and, you know, ran some, you know, worked for some startup companies. And along the way, I've, you know, we had, I'll just tell you a quick story. We had a mm-hmm. a guy at uh at Overstock. I ran the affiliate program there. It's like a 100 million dollar channel. And uh and one of the one of the one of our affiliate partners was this blogger And I won't, I won't give you the name, but, uh, we, uh, as we were working with him, he was making, we were sending him a check every month for like 40 or $50,000. Wow. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, this guy, he's like, uh, you know, he's not huge. Um, Mm -hmm. doesn't have a ton of traffic. He's done some really good things. Right. And, uh, you know, he's showing up on Google for some organic search and, you know, he's showing up when you type in some keywords. And, uh, for, you know, Overstock Coupon and some other things. And I just could not believe how much money he was making. And so ever since that time, I have always thought to myself, you know what? I have got to do this for myself. It's like I'm helping all (laughs) these other people make this money. Why am I not doing this for myself? And so eventually, you know, yeah, it's like, it just kind of begs the question, right? And so I, um, I've, I've tried some things over the years and, you know, have not been super successful and it's, it's a learning process. It's a, you know, it's a process to kind of get you, you know, to learn what you need to do to, you know, to make money online. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. so finally, you know, after our last company went bankrupt, I was like, you know what? I am, I'm tired of working for other people. I'm, I'm going to make the leap. It's a little bit scary. It's a lot scary actually, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, uh, and I've been doing it ever since. Good so.
1: for you. Good yeah, for you. A lot of fun. Well, that's why you're on the show. I mean, outside of your expertise, which we're, we're totally going to take advantage of and uh, share with the listening audience here in terms of tips, nuggets, lessons, uh, maybe some easier w- methods and strategies uh, to avoid some headache and et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, the fact that you very clearly figured out, okay, if I can do all this to help other people be successful in their journeys as an entrepreneur or whatever it is that they're passionate about, why am I not doing this for myself, right? Right. You're smart guys, so it only makes sense that you chose to make that leap of faith, which is living fearlessly because it is unknown. There is no predictability necessarily, and we know that these things don't happen overnight. So the fact that you were able to put that into process for you and, and, and now you're, you're spinning it and you're loving it. Uh, good for you, you know, headaches and all, because we know that these things don't, don't happen seamlessly. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of trial and error and there's a lot of hiccups and disappointments and setbacks along the way. But if you clearly see the vision for yourself and you know that this is what you're meant to be doing, um, then it's a win-win. So I congratulate you on that, getting outside of the mediocrity of doing things that once upon a time perhaps were beneficial and and did help you with your growth and development to be what you can now be for yourself. So good stuff, Micah.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that.
1: Well, uh-huh. if we could go back. Just saying, that person, the nameless person who you were using as an example and issuing him like checks per month for $40,000. Now, what do you attribute his success to? What was he doing? What could people who have, who are considered public figures or do have like a pretty generous size social media footprint who maybe are bloggers, bloggers, uh, you know, they might be small size, medium size, large companies, corporations, serial entrepreneurs. What, what do you attribute his success to being that perhaps you can help us figure this out,
0: yeah, so uh, you know he actually had a financial blog, so his niche he loved finance and he loved personal finance, and so what he was doing was um, writing about personal finance, and then he was providing additional value um by offering people you know as part of his network uh good deals on things, and so the nice thing about the affiliate world is you know there's all these companies around the world really but you know in the US specifically that we were talking about here that uh are offering these deals all the time and it's just a matter of understanding where to go to get these deals and then putting them in front of of your market right and so there are networks so like commission junction CJ or linkshare or um you know smaller ones like share sale um you know pepper jam there's, there's all of these kind of affiliate marketplaces that you can sign up. It's free to sign up, um, and, and, uh, you know, showcase basically find all these deals, join these programs and find these deals. And then essentially you get paid a commission. So if somebody clicks through a link on your site or via your social media or what have you for one of those deals, um, and goes to like an overstock.com, for example, and, you know, you make a commission on that sale, which is fantastic. So he was basically using this great audience that he had built for people that were focused on finance, and then saying, "Hey, you know, here's some other things. If if you're going to Overstock, like here's a 10% off coupon, or here's free shipping, or you know, whatever." And um, he had, I think, seven or eight different companies he was working with to do that, and it was through the network, so it was fairly easy for him to get the information and. It's just a matter of him, you know, making it relevant for his audience,
1: so. Fantastic. And yeah. so for people who aren't necessarily in the financial world, or that's not their brand, but, you know, let's say, for example, people are in the mind-body-spirit industry, True. do some of these platforms that you've indicated that are free of charge, like LinkShare, like ShareSale or Pepper Jam, I- is it generic? Like, can anybody who does anything be a part of this and, and embark upon achieving that kind of similar success?
0: Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, if you've got an audience – Ultimately, if you've got someone, if you've got an audience to showcase things to, um, finding those deals, it, those, those networks make finding those deals really easy. And it is across the board, uh, you know, there are things for pet owners and for health and wellness and for uh, furniture and clothing and fashion. And I mean, it is it is literally so broad um, mm-hmm. if you have an audience and there are programs that you can connect with that just really make a lot of sense. uh, Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. So when are you receiving your first $40,000 check? (laughs) Who who says I have it? (laughs) Well, there you go. Tell us more, Micah. Share the wealth. Uh, No, that's uh, great. Good stuff. And so let's talk about your consulting company. You've now been doing this for how long specifically? And and walk us through what that looks like on a day-to-day business or basis. And anybody who's looking to embark upon doing the same, what they can glean or learn from you. Sure.
0: Yeah. So we are a growth advisory, a a strategic growth advisory firm uh, focused primarily on e-commerce and on digital marketing. And so um, there's really three ways to work with us. We come in as an advisor and can advise and really just act as someone to come in and help brainstorm and put together kind of a strategy and a strategic roadmap, and Mm -hmm. then let someone else, you know, hand that strategic roadmap over and say, Hey, you guys go execute. Or we can um, build that, help build that strategic roadmap and then come in and execute. Or Mm -hmm. we can come in and also help people ramp up like on a, a channel by channel basis. So if, you've got an email program that you want to start or is going and is struggling, you know, we can come in and say, Oh, well, here's the direction you need to take this and help Mm -hmm. you grow that or manage that for you. So those are kind of the three, three things that we do on a normal basis. And so often it is on a day-to-day basis for me, I'm on a call talking with either a business owner or, you know, a VP of e-commerce or, you know, a team of, of, of people and saying, hey, what's, you know, what's our next step? What's the growth initiative look like? You know, we've got, here's our 90 day roadmap, you know, what are we doing next? And how are we executing kind of these growth pilot initiatives, essentially? So that's, that's really what we do ultimately. Um, and I think, you know, just advice on people that want to do something like this, uh, you know, having the relationships to start, mm-hmm. if you've got, you know, I've been in the industry for a long time. And so I've got a fair amount of relationships on LinkedIn and just, you know, via work that we've done with teams in the past and agencies. And so it was easy for me to reach out and say, Hey, I'm doing this now. You know, if you, Mm -hmm. if you need some help or if you know somebody that needs help, you know, let me know. I actually just had a conversation with someone this morning who's a, actually a recruiting firm, oddly enough. And, uh, they're like, hey, you know, we were talking to this guy, this the CEO, and he's got this company, and he doesn't, you know, they they, they want some strategic direction, and the perfect fit for what I was doing. And oddly enough, it came from a, <laughs> a recruiting company, which I was, uh, I was applauding them because that's uh, that's atypical, you know. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. Like, good,
1: good.
0: Yeah, it's for actually doing the right thing and, you know, providing value for the client. <laughs>
1: Well, let me ask you this, Micah, because I'm sure this yeah. is a question that the audience, the listening audience, would have, as do I. So, is is it, because of your expertise, because you've seen proven results with other people who you've cited, and probably a, a ton of other people that you know we're not referencing here, um, and you've managed to adapt this to make it work for yourself. Um, is this a guaranteed results because you know the formula, you know, <clears throat> you know, you know the market, you know what needs to happen in the back end, in the back office? Is this something that is guaranteed results for anybody who uh hires you on a consultancy basis?
0: Yeah, so how we work um our the way we work is essentially uh we, it's almost like a growth hacker mentality. So what we do is we'll go in and we'll essentially build a formula for success like literally like a mathematical formula. So I, we've got a client right now that we went in and they've got a very small retail side of the business and a very small, they they, they sell health and beauty products, by the way, a uh, very small wholesale side of the business. And so what we do is we go in and say, okay, well, how do we, how do we grow the business? Like, what is the formula for us to grow? And so if we're going to grow on the wholesale side and grow on the retail side, like what does that look like? And so on the wholesale side, That formula might look like, you know, wholesale partners, number of wholesale partners times the number of orders coming from those wholesale partners times the average order value uh, Uh of the, the orders from those wholesale partners equals wholesale growth. And so how do we basically take those variables then at this point and come back and say, okay, what initiatives can we pilot What relationships do I have? What relationships do you have? How can we basically put some initiatives and a growth pilot together to grow the wholesale division? So we've got those three variables. We've got partners, number of orders, and average order value. How can we get more partners, right? And how can we increase the number of orders? And then how can we increase the size of those orders, right? Mm -hmm. And so we can basically put initiatives together for each of those, and so typically what happens process-wise is we'll go through and we will run pilots for to grow each of those variables and or help the company run pilots for each of those variables. And oftentimes they fail, right? They're going to, you know, the first one, our first pass potentially fails mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe our first pass blows it out of the park and we kill it. Uh, but there's, it's, it's not a necessarily a guaranteed success, but the process is what's important. And the process is, let's pilot this. Let's put some structure around the test. And then as we run the test, let's run the test for a week, the initiative. Let's come back and analyze at the end of that week and see what happened. And what did we learn? Essentially, did we hit our growth target? Did we not hit our growth target? If we didn't hit it, why didn't we hit it? Mm -hmm. So at that point, we can pivot and say, oh, you know what? We should have done X, Y, and Z, Let's make that change this week. Let's change the hypothesis a little bit, and let's you know, let's run the pilot again and see what happens. And so typically, what ends up happening is through that process, we get a ton of learning, and then we end up we we see success um, because we are learning through that process and we're making adjustments kind of on a weekly biweekly you know whatever the basis is. so Fantastic. so when you ask me, is there a guaranteed success? Ultimately, yes, there's guaranteed success. Are we, is there success the first pilot that we run for any initiative? No. <laughs> and right. oftentimes, oftentimes the answer is no. Like we, sometimes we just fall flat on our face with these growth initiatives and say, and that's okay, right? You know, it's yeah. a small budget. You know, we're we're pushing out, and at the end of the day, it's really about making the learning and growing, and that, and that helps me grow personally, and it helps the the company grow. And you know, we learn a ton kind of along the way, so that allows us to go into different industries, and with the process, helps us to you know help a lot of different types of companies without. Super. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, I have I have two questions that that gotcha. came came to me as a result of what you were just explaining there. Um, so I want to hold them both because they kind of play together. Uh, they okay. work in tandem here. So now, let's say you initiate this the first time. Okay, in terms of the strategy. Now, if it doesn't, if it, let's just say it falls flat on its face the first time. Does that necessarily mean it, it, it requires tweaking because could it not then just be a timing issue based on algorithms and analytics and maybe has nothing to do with how it was pushed out, um, but it was just the wrong timing for whatever reason based on algorithms and analytics?
0: There could be multiple factors, yeah, pushing. And so it could be, you know, the copy on the page was horrible or the, you know, the advertising um, – you know, the way we were doing the advertising and who we were pushing it to was not right. Or there are a ton of different variables as to mm-hmm. why something might fail. It could be a timing issue. It could be, I mean, there really are a ton of different variables. And so, you know, our job as we come back and analyze that is to, you know, help people see a lot of those different variables and, and to understand, you know, why something failed and then come up with some additional hypotheses as to why that failed and what we can do better next time.
1: So, okay. My second yeah. question to that is, let's just say initially at launching that it does fall flat on its face. For the client who's paid for this to render your services, do they, do they pay per attempt or do they pay based on when the results or it being configured properly matches and then it just takes off? Like, so is it piecemealed in terms of the payment process or is it until we get this right, that's what constitutes the full payment?
0: that's that's a good question so uh typically the way we work is depending on the type of service that we're doing so if it's an advisory service it's just a retainer flat retainer on a monthly basis Mm -hmm. and so they the you know the company would be executing those initiatives and we'd be holding their hand and executing those initiatives if it's a um a retainer plus execution where we're actually executing um you know it's it's basically just a a set hourly work for us to do that and so we're walking through that process, helping the company figure it out, but they're paying for the hours of the execution there. So whether fail or or success.
1: Okay. So, yep. Okay, so this is an hourly rate as opposed to a project. Uh, uh, can,
0: yeah, it's usually an hourly rate for for execution, but you know we can we'd be happy to explore project by project too. That's not a problem.
1: Okay, well I'm definitely going to be talking to you after <laughs> 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 there you go. Because you know, because again, you don't know what you don't know, and a lot of what we talk about the, on this show, regardless of who it is that I'm interviewing or what they're uh, notably known for, or what their level of expertise is, or why they're perceived as an expert in a, a particular industry, again, you don't know what you don't know, and it's all about paying it forward and being of service. But we understand from a business model perspective, you know, we're all charitable people. We do things in our own personal lives in terms of you know what we do for fundraising and what we do for charity, but this. This is still a business and a business model that we need to, you know, garner income and be successful at and get our names out there. But in terms of what each of my guests very generously and very graciously shares, you know, because you know. Until you and I connected, Micah, I mean, I knew that there was this whole world out there, and it wasn't one that I necessarily had tapped into, although I knew it was going to be down the road, one, necessary, two, beneficial and advantageous. Um, But when you listen to people like very successful entrepreneurs as well, and people who have a very uh, profound media presence, such as the Gary Vaynerchuks, you know, one thing that he habitually, chronically, consistently always says is, I don't focus on my weaknesses. I focus and maximize and hone myself strengths and so I kind of have adopted that and so there's so many other things that I put my time and energy into because we know there's only so many hours in a day in which to execute and to be consistent with content and to keep things fresh and etc etc and then you know like you say getting on the phone with people through LinkedIn and talking about different things and how can it be a win-win etc etc but this is an area that I know I personally need to further build my business. And I know a lot of people here listening, and when the podcast link comes out specifically, because not everybody has the time or the opportunity uh, to tune into the live show, unfortunately, uh, but this is going to be one that I not only play back over and over again, and I take notes, uh, I scribble tons of notes while I'm I'm interviewing people, Um, but this is something that I know is going to help myself professionally and scale and leverage my business as well as many people who are connected through listenership and podcast subscribership to the show. So I want to say, Micah, you're my best friend right now. (laughs) You really are. You, You really are because, I mean, I have no qualms talking quite openly it's not about showcasing oh this is what I'm good at this is the momentum you know there's there's certain things that from a marketing perspective yeah you have to keep the momentum going people need to go okay well yeah this person takes themselves seriously therefore you know if I was sitting on the fence about whether to reach out and offer this opportunity or partner with them or uh, perhaps get on Lisa's radio show like people need to know that you take yourself seriously uh, as well but I think it's also if you're gonna be successful, you have to acknowledge what you don't know and you have to partner and seek out the people who absolutely do know what you need to know and they're doing it very well. So I just wanna say, Micah, I, I I'm really grateful you're on the show. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now and so it's how, all about helping how can, people, you know. It, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Um because there's a lot of people that understand that, you know, tech is changing on a dime. It is it is incrementally, exponentially growing in terms of things, uh, you know, to keep up with the times, apps, all kinds of stuff. And it can be, it's not that people don't want to convert. It's not that people don't want to incorporate that into their business uh, to do what they need to do to garner a wider audience and to keep abreast of, you know, what their competitors perhaps are doing. Um... But it's it, it's it's a lot. It's 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 a it's that's a full time job in itself. And so you do have to outsource people who know what they're doing. You, you do have to get people on your team who are the experts so that you can maximize your your skill set, your strengths, and what you know that you can produce and execute independent of, of outsourcing your work to other people. So where can people consult with you? Like, what does an initial phone conversation look like, Micah?
0: Yeah. So typically an initial phone conversation is me really trying to get to know and understand their business model Mm -hmm. and understand what they're doing, what initiatives they have going on, how they're approaching and thinking about uh, their business and, you know, and what their plans are for growth. And then, you know, it's me kind of documenting all that stuff. Sometimes on the call, it's, you know, us doing a little bit of brainstorming, but uh, ultimately what we're trying to do is, again, come up with that growth formula and mm-hmm. so it's just deep diving into their business model to try to understand what that growth formula is. And so, you know, whether that's me at the end of that call saying, "Hey, here's what that growth formula is," or us taking out away and doing some thinking and saying, "Okay, here's here's what that growth formula looks like," and we can give that back to somebody and say, "Hey, here's what it is. You know, go do your thing," mm-hmm. or you know, if you if you want some help on initiating some of this stuff, you know, let me know. So that's typically what a first call
1: looks like okay on my end and are you, you, you like a, are you like a one-stop shop like let's say for example i i partner with you uh-huh. and you know we roll something out initially and it's garnering results um, if there hasn't been any like immediate momentous growth where there, where I can add to that or I can build upon that. Is this like an ongoing thing that's already kind of situated and remains intact in place as it's been set up? Or is this something that you periodically have to do? Is it something you revisit every six months uh, when you've got like more things you want to ramp up and, and get visible and draw traction? Like how does this work?
0: So that that's a really good question. And so because you said something and I'll go back to this real quick and then answer that question. So you said something, you know, there are so many new things happening in marketing and with Facebook. Facebook just made an announcement that they're changing their advertising, right? And they're changing the way they're, I mean, things are changing constantly in this yeah. market. Google's changing their algorithm for SEO. And so. You know, one of the things that we've come back to is, you know, if we can find the process and the principles mm-hmm. that help someone grow, ultimately those that process and the principles are the foundation. So no matter what is changing, you can go and test and pilot anything mm-hmm. um, and see if it works for you and your company. Um, and there's going to be a thousand things that change this next year that, you know, potentially you could pilot, right? And mm-hmm. so ultimately, it's us finding um, and, and working through that process and helping a company establish that process. And so when you ask, is this something that, you know, we do once and then we come back to it again and come back to it again, this is kind of like a mindset and a process that we're helping people understand and learn. Mm-hmm. And once you understand and learn the process, it, it, you know, if we can teach you that process and you can be successful on your own doing that, mm-hmm. amen, like go do it run with it. It's, it's golden, but ultimately it's kind of a week in week out process that you're going to run for your company um, to grow. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not, it, I so I guess ultimately to answer your question, it's, you know, how, how fast do you want to grow?
1: <laughs> Cause literally
0: right. the more you can run those initiatives in the test, the more learning you're going to get and the more, you know, the faster you're going to grow. So if, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're, you're capped at growth, and you feel like you can't handle anymore, then yeah, I'd probably stop running the process, but mm-hmm. does, that, okay. does that make sense? Yeah. yeah,
1: it does. But you know what, everything you say, it, it gives me more food for thought and <laughs> about other questions, which is great. Cause this is such, <laughs> you're such a wealth of knowledge. And again, I have all these questions, which for you is probably like common sense, you know, second nature, but it, it, it truly, this is like me learning Spanish. Um, so Two other things that kind of conjured up for me that I think is worth noting, worth asking. So when you cited the gentleman, uh, the anonymous gentleman who is like, you know, grossing $40,000 checks per month. Now, was that a risk of him coming back and adapting things or tweaking things? Or did he just kind of get it down with your help and collaboration Um you know, down to a fine art where it didn't require any tweaking because it was just running smoothly, bickety-boo, on its own, and it was just generating that kind of response.
0: So I actually wasn't consulting at that point for this, John. This was back when I worked for Overstock many years ago. Right, and, right. And, and so um, he had figured this out on his own where he, you know, he had – he had leveraged SEO and he had gotten up in the search results where when you typed in overstock.com coupon, yeah. he was getting traffic that way, and then he was also getting traffic from his base. And so he had kind of this section. So I I I honestly can't answer that question. I don't know um, if he just had things figured out, or I'm I would imagine it would be a tweaking process for him, just like anybody else, because things are changing all the time. But
1: True. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, because we we all learn differently, we all process and retain information differently. In terms of um, making each person who comes through your doors eventually, you know, they can be self sufficient, they can sustain this themselves. Because you don't know what you don't know. But once you walk them through the formula, and it makes under it, it makes sense to them. But you know, through a telephone conversation alone, it might not be enough to stick with them. Do you do, you do webinars? Do you have like a manual that's part of? Um, you know, what the pricing model might be attached to this in terms of people being more visual?
0: You know, I don't have anything like that. I probably need to develop some stuff there. That's a great... Great idea. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we're here to help each other, Micah. That's, and, that's
0: right. You know,
1: and uh, and so that's my strength because I am very visual. So I know what works for me, knowing I'm not the only one that that would work for. That's, you know, content. I'm always putting up blogs and stuff like that, which people can read. But, you know, I've got other people on my team who do the back office and understand the links and understand affiliate marketing and all that other stuff. Not my cup of tea. Uh, I, I really like my stomach gets... In knots when i think about all of that and in the time of you know like what happens if somebody something happens to these people like what am i going to do uh and i don't want to be in that situation so you know this is why i i asked the question you know in terms of um empowering people to empower themselves and and, and providing the tools of how they then can go forward with whatever they want to do even just from a cost-effective standpoint right because i mean yeah. i don't know what your rates are and i'm sure that's something that you 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 discuss on a one-to-one basis uh, with whoever's seeking you out for service potentially. Um, but, you know, it, it, for people who are are committed to rapid growth, which I am, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm a serial solopreneur, uh, but for, you know, big corporations who have lots of divisions of business, uh, you know, who are wanting to equally ramp up everything across the board, I mean, that can get quite costly. So that's why I think it's good to ask the question about is there a resource people can just like figure it out on their own eventually?
0: Yeah, there are, there are a bunch of resources online too. And I'll just point you to one. So there's, um, there's a division of people in the industry that are focused on growth and growth initiatives. And there's uh, a guy by the name of Brian Balfour um, and Andrew Chen, and they run a educational series um, and it's it's select invite only. It's about $3,000 um, to go through the masterclass, but it is, uh, these are guys that have run growth for Uber and for Facebook and for um, HubSpot and for, I mean, they're they're legitimate. And so mm-hmm. it's called the Reforge reforge.com, reforge growth series. Uh, so if, if people are interested in taking that series, that's an option basically for them. Um, but yeah, no, I, I need to put some additional stuff together, and <clears throat> I think you know help people a little bit more along the way. I'm I'm in the process of of writing some case studies and some things to kind of showcase how we think and mm-hmm. how we're approaching growth. Uh, so those will come out this next week, but if you're interested. Absolutely.
1: Let Of course. You're my best friend now, Micah. (laughs) And not just for the hour. Um, So I'm just trying to think because I get all these simultaneous thoughts that come to me. And so when we we talk about um, things that are forecasted, call it trends, call it patterns down the road. So for people who, you know, are in the financial market, people who understand the language around Wall Street, people who understand – uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So in your level of expertise, outside of generically just saying, which we all know whether you speak this language or not, that things are exponentially changing and growing all the time. Sure. Um, what do you forecast, like even a year from now, five years from now, what, what do people need to really adapt to? What is it that you foresee as being major change, whether it be something that isn't out there on the market, call it an app, call it you know, call it whatever. Like, do you have a gut feeling intuitively or just based on this being your level of expertise? What's coming?
0: Yeah, there's some really interesting trends happening right now. And I'll just share a couple a couple of, of things. So <clears throat> I think, you know, and this is maybe not specifically, some of it has to do with what I'm doing. And some of it is just kind of general marketplace. But um Artificial intelligence, AI is a big, big thing right now. And there's a lot of focus there. And so, and we're seeing companies, you know, like Google and Facebook and, um, Amazon, um, you know, start to play in that space with Alexa and some, you know, Siri and et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So there are some things coming ultimately, um, you know, when you start having conversations with people, Online and through Facebook Messenger and through you know uh, website chats and and chat chatbots and all those sorts of things. Ultimately, those things are going to become so smart that you're not going to know whether you're talking to a human or you're talking to a machine. So, those yeah. are things that are coming down the pipe. And when we think about that, and we think about you know just like from Google's perspective and for search, right? Uh, mm-hmm. For businesses that are that have SEO as Search engine optimization, if they're showing up on Google today, um, you know, one thing that's really critical is to make sure that the coding of your site can actually give Google the information they need so that when people do a voice search, mm-hmm. they're going to show up. Right. So just trend wise right now, you know, 90 percent, all the studies have shown that like nine out of 10 people, when they're searching for a local business or they're searching for. Uh, a need online they're going to the search engines to search for that so if you're not there be there mm-hmm. get there make sure you're there first of all and then second prepare for the future of what's coming with voice search so and there's you know some plugins and some things if you've got a wordpress site or whatever to help you in that endeavor but mm-hmm. uh You know, make sure that you're prepping there. So that's kind of one area that is growing exponentially right now. And a lot of the big brands and companies are focused on that. Retailers, Mm -hmm. if you're listening, get there quickly because you're going to be left behind. It's going to be another retail again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So outside of the one we're already in. Uh, well, let
1: me ask you this then, Micah. so is voice recognition like if we can parallel that to maybe some people in the listening audience who are of older generations who are already having a hard time maybe navigating the the language when we talk about artificial intelligence and stuff so are, are we saying are you suggesting that voice recognition, if we can parallel that with something that most people would be familiar with at least in terminology, is that kind of does that equate to what email, automated emails, and getting people on your email list in terms of, you know, when that was considered ahead of the curve and you had to really get to automation that way? Is this kind of what you're saying? It's just the next step?
0: Yeah. So when you just think about from a practical experience perspective, um, you know, customers right now, and I get this all the time, you, you did this to me, you know, yesterday when we were texting back and forth. Pulled over on your car and you spoke into your phone yeah. and sent me a voice message, right? Like a voice text, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when we're in our homes, and I think, you know, the vision for Google and Facebook and, and Amazon is they've got like Alexa, for example, they've got these little, you know, speakers that it's like you can talk to and ask mm-hmm. certain questions from, you know, Alexa, I need, you know, I need eggs, you know, put mm-hmm. that on the list or Alexa. Can you um, order me some eggs from Amazon or Alexa, um, you know, what is, you know, what is three, you know, how many tablespoons is, is a cup or, you know, whatever. There's that information that's going to be instead of somebody going to a computer and typing things in to find information, mm-hmm. it's going to be with your voice, right? And so. This trend is basically taking off and just getting ready for that trend. It's it's really trying to understand where where customers' behavior is going Mm -hmm. and then trying to get in front of that wave of where customer behavior is going to make sure that your your business and your website and all your information is prepped and ready for that wave of consumer action that's starting to take off. So does does that make sense? I don't know if I answered that question.
1: So it'll make even more sense if you can tell me if Alexa can deliver me a 24-hour meaningful relationship.
0: <laughs> I need a boyfriend in 24 hours. Is that what you're, is that what you're telling me?
1: <laughs> no, just for 24 hours. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, See you oh. later. I don't need to talk to you again. Um, <laughs> I'm too busy for that stuff. But anyway, um, so – Okay, so let me ask you then, again, as part of your business model, what you can do for people who seek you out, who really want to grow their business, scale their business. Now, have you, do you also, is this inclusive of the voicemail recognition stuff too? Like, to what degree are you incorporating all of that, knowing that that's where people need to go and be mindful of within what you offer as a consultant now?
0: Yeah, so we're taking people wherever they're at. and. Mm -hmm. and them prep on a growth perspective. So, you know, if, if you are at that stage, if you're a Fortune 500 company and you're nailed down, um, you know, you strategically, you're, you've got plans in place and you want to grow, we can come in and essentially assess where you're at and say, okay, well, here are some other things that are coming down the pipe on the horizon. You know, are you prepped and ready for these types of things as well? Um, and how do we get you, how do we get you there? Right. You know, what are the resources that you need? Who are the experts in the space? How can we plug you in to the right resources? Uh, and so we can, we can also take, we also take that approach. And so really, you know, this is kind of a broad thing where we can come in and assess where your company is at and what you need to do to grow. And sometimes that's a, you know, crawl, walk, run approach. It's like people are not even crawling yet. How do we get them to crawl? And sometimes people are already running. You know, what do we need to do to help them run faster or, you know, to prep for the marathon or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So, grid yard dash. So, yeah, it, it really, you know, we're doing kind of the full spectrum of assessing and then putting together a plan or helping somebody strategically think through next steps in terms of growth.
1: Okay. So for people who do (coughs) vlogging, live streams, you know, is is what you offer applicable to this? Because, for example, um, I've interviewed Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty is, you know, brilliant. Anytime he puts up something, and he's very much, we're very much aligned. We're in the mind, body, spirit industry, personal development, et cetera, et cetera. And so he can put up something, and it's got, like, millions of views, millions of hits. I could say the same thing, and it's not too... Appear or sound ungenerous or ungrateful for my following, um, you know. I I have at different times I've i done a live stream and I get like one to two k, sometimes three or four k people, and that's not without like boosting it and sponsoring it. That's just organic growth. But mm-hmm. how does somebody how does somebody like that garner like it, it, it is is the Jay Shettys of the world? They're using like the Micah Wests of the world, and this is how it's working in the back office. Is that do you know what I mean? In terms of that that um the, the the difference between what I'm able to garner in the way of follows or likes or clicks or views as compared to other people who they've got like millions. Like is that part of what you do? Is that is that
0: Yeah. So Part part of what we're looking at is, and I don't know what he's doing on the background, so I can't really speak to that. But you know, part of what we do as a business is, you know, as if he's running an initiative like a, a, you know, a vlogging initiative, right? Mm -hmm. We can come in essentially and look at what he's doing, analyze that process, and say, hey. You know, how can we grow that piece of your business in terms of traffic, in terms of, right. uh, you know, clicks, et cetera, et cetera. So that's definitely something that we can take a look at and initiative. It's really, you know, it's company by company. It's program by program. It's initiative right. by initiative. It's really all of those things, you know, really coming in and assessing, understanding right. growth the growth strategy and the formula and then executing pilots is, right. is really the So, yeah, it can be applied to to just about anything.
1: Okay. So, I mean, and Jay Shed is just one example, but if you look at, like, Tony Robbins' material and content – or be a sure. YouTube video or, or whatever the case may be, and I know his name is, is recognized by everybody on the planet. So that, of course, makes it easier for people to come through the door and and uh, sponge up his material. But I'm, you know, th- there's got to be something that's going on in the back office there where you see that disparity between other people who have similar messaging, similar branding, um, but the views are just quite different. And uh, sure. yeah, so you. So you do help out with that by looking, yeah. taking a look like the Richard Bransons and and uh, the Jack Canfields and all those people that would be in my industry, and going, okay, yeah, I, I understand what they're doing here. Like it makes sense to you. You, you can dissect that. You're the troubleshooter for that.
0: We can and we do. Yes.
1: Okay, you're that's my good. man, Micah. Micah, you're <laughs> my man. Alexa, <laughs> okay. bring me Micah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Okay. Oh, that's great. So let's get back to you specifically. So okay. as a visionary, as somebody who, you know, has all kinds of niche market expertise, which I mean, I mean, your phone must be ringing off the hook. Um, but what are some of your other additional goals? What do you forecast for yourself? What does 2018, 2019, or even a bigger yet five year, 10 year window look like for you if you can project that far? Sure.
0: Yeah, so there's there's kind of a I look at my life in in a handful of different areas. So there's a spiritual aspect, there's a physical aspect, there's a financial aspect. Mhm. So, um, you know, on the physical side, I'm I'm turning forty this year. That's it. So, that's it. Yeah.
1: You're, wow, out. you're a brilliant genius, baby.
0: Baby. And uh, you know, I've got a goal. I've I am not a runner, and I have always wanted to run a marathon. So you know, Just one of my you. One of my initiatives this year is to run a marathon. So definitely doing that this year, um, starting to train. And so that'll be a kind of a May, June thing. Um, on the business side, you know, we've got some, some financial goals there. Uh, and then on the spiritual side, you know, we've got some goals there as well. So <clears throat> just trying to really develop on all aspects of my life. And you know, so there's, there's those goals and yeah.
1: Excellent. Well, you should be very proud of yourself, Micah. I mean, you're doing amazing things in this world, and and because of you honing in on what it is your level of expertise is and what your gifts are. I mean, the ways in which you make yourself able to help other people. Again, it's about empowerment. People don't know what they don't know. Um, so you're providing a vital, uh, really ahead of the curve service here, but one that would be vital for any successful business owner or people who want to become successful within their business and continually growing. And If there's no growth, then what are you doing? Right? Really, yeah, that's exactly. what it comes down to. If you're not committed to growth, what, why are you spending all this energy, spending spinning your wheels when there are solutions and there are people like Michael West out there to help you and facilitate you in that journey and and make it easier and and make it successful. So I want to give you the opportunity again because, you know, these shows always go far too quickly for my liking. And that's not to say we can't bring you back on the show, which I'd love to have you back on. Um, But how can people directly reach you?
0: Yeah, you can reach me in multiple ways. So uh, LinkedIn. Um, you can look me up on LinkedIn. We've got a website, micawestconsulting.com. You can go there and check things out. It's it's fairly bare bones at this point, but, uh, you know, we'll be providing some additional case studies and things here in the coming weeks. Um, <clears throat> so those are the two big places. Uh, I'm happy to give out, you know, my calendar, my personal calendar, if you mm-hmm. want to set up time with me um, in, half, in a half an hour increment. You're welcome to do that. So Calendly is what I use for that. It's so kind of an automated calendar uh, invite tool. Of
1: course it's automated. You're <laughs> <pretty> good. So, <laughs>
0: that's right. It's too painful to find a time on your calendar. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, either of those, those ways, uh, you can reach out and schedule some time with me and, you know, it's a complimentary complimentary 30, 30 minute session. Okay. And, uh, Super. you know, whatever comes with that comes with that. So.
1: And have you thought of converting all your knowledge into a book?
0: I have actually yeah I've been I've been noodling it quite heavily the last year trying to figure out how to ultimately you know Lisa it's really about helping other people and I, I've been really blessed to work at some very big companies with some very intelligent people and the reason I'm doing this ultimately in the first place is because there are these strategic frameworks and these growth processes that I have seen help these big businesses grow And I I talk to people about them and often they don't know about them. And so I find that, you know, when we share these things with people, it's almost like a, oh, it's kind of like Mm -hmm. this aha moment, right? Mm -hmm. Where people say, I can do this. Like, I can do this too. This isn't just a Fortune 500 thing or a Fortune 20 thing, right? It's Mm -hmm. This is something where, you know, I can apply this to my business no matter what size it is and... And really, you know, have an impact on my life and on my business and et cetera. So that's the reason. I mean, helping people ultimately is very fulfilling to me. And that's, yeah, that's the idea of this. So.
1: Well, that you are doing, my friend, and you're doing it in spades and probably in ways that you're not even cognizant of. So I just want to say congratulations. Keep up the great work. I will be reaching out to you uh, behind the scenes. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody, you know, this show, is going to be, again, uploaded shortly in form of podcast link. Um, I know a lot of people within my network are going to be really reaching out to you. I, I, they would be smart if they did. Uh, and outside of the podcast link, I'm going to be, as I always do on my sideline conversations with fellow entrepreneurs your name is definitely going to be uh, shared Micah because this is you don't even know how many people I know that this is going to benefit and help never mind the general collective of the masses out there in uh, the rest of the world on the globe and the planet so I just want to say good on you and uh, for me looking at you having spoken with you um, you know talking about what we've talked about today you definitely fit the bill for somebody who lives fearlessly and I just want to say kudos to you because we need more people like you doing your stuff working your magic we are starving for people whose lights are bright and who are shining and emitting all kinds of positive energy and great tools and gifts and lessons out to the rest of the world so i just want to say on behalf of everybody who i know is listening who would agree with me and attest to this micah thank you very much for being one of those people tribe five attracts tribe you are my tribe micah
0: <laughs> thank you i really appreciate it
1: thank <laughs> so we've got a couple minutes before I have to wrap up so I just uh, I want to wish you a phenomenal weekend Micah Uh, we'll be connecting to my listening audience I want to thank you once again for taking time out of your schedule for tuning into the live show here living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald with the contact talk radio network again I go live every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific 11 o'clock Eastern 10 Central and uh, we'll have yet another phenomenal guest to showcase next week who will be bringing all kinds of valuable content to you and nuggets uh, that can help enrich and expand your life personally and professionally. And I just want to thank again my sponsor, Halton Honda, for believing in the content, believing in living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. As well, I want to thank again uh, my family and business partners over at C-Suite Radio Network for uh, being able to host my show up there as well on my page. And uh, so double exposure here for you, Micah. I'm, I'm really going to be sharing this one out because there's a lot of people who are going to benefit from this and it's going to scale them beautifully. So, Thank you again to the listening audience. I wish everybody my best, love and gratitude, uplifting you to fear less and to live more. We'll be back here again next Friday, Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Take care. All my best. Thank you, Micah. You've been listening to Living Fearlessly with your host, Lisa McDonald. Visit her at lisamcdonaldauthor.com.